Hey everyone, welcome back to my Blackadian universe. Today I'm going to be talking about being black and being angry. Let's get to it. So I think we've all heard the term being an angry black lady and I know I've talked previously about um, how I spent a great deal of my life trying not to, you know, project that uh, image um, for the simple fact that I'm often in spaces where I represent my entire race. Um, it completely sucks, <laughs> but I mean, I think, um, you know, I'm in a position where this is the only black person this person will interact with for months if not years and so you know i want it to be a positive experience i want it to i feel like it is my chance to um you know put a positive uh experience with them associating with someone who is black uh hopefully they pay it forward and so, you know, only in the very special of circumstances uh, do I, you know, be that angry black lady. Because I am, you know, I, I don't like racism in all of its forms and that I'm a human being and injustice makes me angry. So, yes, I am black. And yeah, sometimes I get angry to quote uh, Ice Cube. <laughs> and um, I've been thinking about that a lot and so I wanted to focus today on apologizing and you know when racist people apologize for being racist you know it's been happening uh, a lot in the news lately with you know the in America with you know political people just having to go back and apologize for their wrongs, you know, and it's just, I feel that there's almost an obligation for, you know, people on the receiving end of racism to accept the apologies of white people or racist people. And, you know, I'm not saying that all white people are racist, and I'm not saying that people of color can't be racist they can so um so yeah racist people whatever form they are in uh, i think there's an obligation to accept their um admission of guilt and wrongdoing almost blindly like as though that's like enough the apology is the end all and be all that they need to do to rectify their wrongs and um it's not it's of course not in any circumstance but also applying to racism and um we can be mad about it we can not accept your apology and it's something i think i'm giving myself a little bit more permission to do of late um because I do, I know I do feel obligated. I feel like um, it's a big thing to admit that, that you have racist ideas and that you're racist. It's not a flattering thing. I feel 
like, you know, good people don't want to be racist. They don't want to feel that they're um, being unkind to a fellow human being for no good reason, which basically racism is. And, you know, I, I, I feel obligated uh, to make the racist person feel comfortable because I, I do feel like it's the first step in becoming a better person. I know I've mentioned it before in uh, the podcast just about, you know, being a little bit more understanding, giving people that space to be a little bit vulnerable um, because it is um, this admission of wrongdoing is sort of the first step in, I think, growing and changing and being a better person. Yet the other side of that is that an apology can be used as sort of a hollow gesture. It can be used as sort of a, you know, check. I'm now fit to be your president because I <laughs> apologized for something that, you know, led to, frankly, people dying. Uh, I'm thinking particularly of stop and frisk of, you know, harassment, daily harassment, just changing ideals of how people see another human being. I mean, an apology in those instances just isn't enough. And I think that we also have permission to be mad, even though you've apologized and you've you accepted responsibility for um, your racism. I think that, you know, people on the receiving end of racism can be mad and we can be mad even after you apologize because racism is very, I want to say powerful, but I hate that because I, it's like giving power to something that doesn't deserve it, but it is, it is a powerful force. It has the ability to affect every aspect of our lives. It affects how I'm seen, how I'm perceived, the jobs that I get, um, you know, how I get treated when I go into a restaurant in a store. Um, it, the, it just everything. It's just, it's a huge part of my interaction with the world. And uh, so therefore, I can't think of anything else except to describe that it is powerful. It's awful, but it is. And because of that effect that it has, it's just, it takes more than just an apology for it. I need to see action. I need to see the true understanding of what it means in my life, but also what it means in your life. Um, that you understand that you have the power to change it in the little ways and the big ways that you can. And that, um, you know, it affects people every single day. And so it's wonderful to apologize, but it also has to go beyond that. 
So I just wanted to end on a funny story just uh, uh, <laughs> that made me, it's just a perfect summary of being black and angry in just an everyday way. Uh, one of my coworkers is a you know stunningly gorgeous black woman and uh, <laughs> one day um, typically she has um, like a short um, fro gorgeous and the other day she came in with <laughs> about you know very long uh, straight silky hair down to her butt also beautiful loved it love her fro love her hair so you know she likes to switch it up as we do and um one of our co-workers who was white you know just you know walked by her cubicle and just you know stopped in his tracks and was like oh wow oh my goodness i love your hair and so she just, you know, looked at him completely, politely, just was like, oh, thanks. Went back to her business, turned back to her computer, just didn't even take her hand off the mouse. And it was honestly a thing of beauty. It was, she accepted the compliment. She was perky, polite but also dismissive. She said, this conversation is over. And he lingered for a little longer than was necessary, but she was not looking at him again. She was like, goodbye. And she is now my hero. Um, <laughs> because that was, I was like, I, I need to bottle this. I, I need to, um, I need to learn how to do that and I struggle with it because I as I've said before you know I do change my hair occasionally in the winter time I have it weaves in and then in the summertime it's coming I have you know natural hair I don't relax it and it's gonna be a huge glorious fro and I am going to have to endure oh dear god uh, questions <laughs> about it and I cannot effectively shut it down as perfectly as she did. And I really, really want to. And so <laughs> I thought, you know, why do I feel this obligation to be nice? It's an awkward situation. I mean, people in my office, their hair is not a fascinating topic. People get their hair colored and cut all the time and people just are like, oh, that's nice. Why do we need to sit there and have like a 20 minute conversation about my hair? It's because I'm black and it's because you have always been fascinated by black hair and I am now your point person and you have cornered me in a professional setting where I cannot tell you to go bugger off and I have to politely answer your really super racist questions. Google it. Just Google it. I am not Google for black people's hair. Um, and so it's a simple thing. It's a little thing, but it is, it, it's, it's a form of racism. It's a form of racism because I am a object of curiosity and this other fascinating thing. And I don't need that to be a part of my day. My, it is not my obligation to make you 
uh, have knowledge about a culture and hair and it's just it's offensive and I'm tired I'm tired of it and it's a a light thing and it's I'm using it as an example because it's you know obviously not life and death here um, that you know other forms of racism have taken but the idea and what's so terrifying for me is that the idea of why I need to be polite is because I have that fear of retaliation. I know how dangerous racism can be. I know how dangerous um, the people that wield it can be. And so, you know, what the question is always there in my mind, what would happen if I did get angry? You know, what would happen if I just full on said, no, I will not be the polite black girl. I'm going to be the angry black girl and I'm going to be angry that I'm subject to racism and questions about my personal self. Uh, What would happen? What would happen if people didn't accept white apologies? What if they didn't accept racist racist people's apologies? What would happen? And it's war. It would be full scale war. It is frightening and scary what racist people can get away with, people with power can get away with, um, against people that they think don't matter. People have lost their lives standing up and defending um, what they think is right for equality and equal treatment. And so I know it and I feel it. And so it's much easier to answer some inappropriate awkward questions to you know excuse myself from a situation sometimes than to um, get angry and get angry about it and so um, it's just it's just a very humbling and uh, upsetting thought but um, it's one of those things that I am working on that I'm uh, trying to change because I know that those little moments matter and people need to understand why why it matters and why they can't do it and can't continue. And, you know, racism has a new face now. It's more polite. Um, and it's a little trickier to fight, but we have to do it. And so I'm going to work on always, always defending and standing up for my race and calling out racism wherever I can um, and being proud of being black and angry. Hope you do the same. (laughs) Thanks so much. I'll talk to you guys next time. Bye.